I'm very excited about my next guest. His name is John, and I'm bringing him on because he comes from a very different background than I do, and I think that a lot of you will be able to relate to it. Since his 30s, he was in the financial markets in a pretty high stress situation, kind of a make it or break it, very tense decision making. And he also led a life in San Francisco, full of social activities and just kind of going, going, going. And I know that a lot of us might relate to that treadmill of being on that kind of life path and then something happening and realizing, hmm, my body and my mind are starting to break down. So I'm inviting him on just to share some of his story and his uh, work with the breath. Welcome to the Breathe Better podcast. I'm your host, Sienna Smith. I have been doing breath work and teaching. I'm a certified yoga therapist for the past 20 years, and I was inspired to create this podcast because especially during COVID, anxiety and fear was rising, and I started teaching more of these concentrated breath classes on Zoom, and the feedback I was getting was incredible. I was so inspired to dive a little bit deeper, and so I've been leading these courses, and people are having amazing results. Even people who didn't think they had any breathing issues are finding great benefits with this practice. So I am so thrilled to be offering you this information right at your fingertips for free as a service. And if you want to know more about me and what I do, you can check out my website at siennasmith.com. So let's give a warm welcome to John, and I'd love to hear a little bit about your experience and what brought you to Breathwork. Well, thank you, Sienna. It's good to be here with you today, and I'd be happy to share a little bit about what my experience has been with the Breathwork. I'll just start by saying how I got involved, becoming interested in breathing differently. So I'll just take a step back to when I was in my mid-30s and I was working in a financial career and I was in San Francisco leading a very busy uh, life and found myself beginning to have a lot of pain both in my body and with sleep patterns. And I literally at some point was not sleeping at night. Uh, I began going to the chiropractor once a week because the way I was pushing my body uh, wasn't working anymore at that point in my life. And I was essentially forced to making some pretty dramatic changes in my life. And I love the saying that people change when the pain of not change is greater than the pain of changing. Essentially, I was at the point where (laughs) the pain was sufficient for me to start exploring different ways of living. So I started off initially with a yoga practice that led me into simple meditation practices in the yoga classes. And that led me into the exploration of breath practices. So that was a couple of decades ago that I first began uh, playing with that. And I noticed the immediate difference in how I was feeling both in my body and my sleep. So if I'm hearing you correctly, John, it sounds like you had a lot of external success and you were having fun and really stretching yourself. But at the same time, you were really pushing yourself to the limits and you were starting to see some of the effects of that showing up in your body and your mind and your heart. So I'm curious if you could share a little bit more about that and then also what breath practice really helped you through it all. 
I thought I was doing all of the right things. Uh, I had a level of success in my work. I was enjoying myself socially and just moving at a pace that wasn't sustainable. And the way it started to show up in my life is I, I became very stressed out. I would essentially have to leave my leave San Francisco every weekend. I noticed that I was sleeping less and less. I noticed my body beginning to revolt and going to the chiropractor at least once a week for adjustments. And that led me into alternative ways of exercising, which led me to a yoga studio for the first time and ultimately led me to a meditation practice and a breath practice. And there's one or two simple practices which I'm using now, which I find to be extremely helpful, um, both in keeping my mind focused throughout the day, as well as allowing me to allowing me to set a um, rhythm or canter in my emotional um, well-being. For instance, if I know I'm going into a meeting or having a phone call that could be stressful or having a difficult conversation. Uh, with a family member or a friend, I can do a couple minutes of measured breathing and I can do it for 10 to 15 repetitions and I'm just blown away at how that allows me to ground and center. And then as I go into that situation, I'm actually very aware of my breathing and can use it in some way to help me get through and to navigate um, the difficult conversation or things that might come up um, in the interaction. So it's really a blessing to at where I am now with the breath, just to be more aware of it throughout my day. So when, when did it start to dawn on you that, you know, the breath practices weren't necessarily separate from your life, but they actually needed to become part of your life? Mm, great, 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 great question. When I first started to explore yoga meditation and breath work, I was extremely out of sorts. I wasn't sleeping. Things were showing up in my body. And I had some, um, some habits of self-medicating which weren't serving me. I realized soon on that I really had to take drastic measures to make significant changes in my habits and in my life. And so I kind of dove into in an extreme way with these practices. And I feel now years later, I'm coming back more to the center and um, in a much more integrated way in my daily life versus just focusing on my yoga practice when I'm on my mat or my meditation practice when I'm by myself, either on retreat or at home meditating or being in a breath class or listening to a breath podcast where it's more of a situational thing. I'm finding now that if I just simplify things and I increase my level of awareness throughout the day, it actually serves me and the various aspects of my life as I go through my day. Thank you for sharing that with us, John. I think so many people can relate to sort of burning the candle on both ends and then there being a moment or moments in their life where they realize gosh I just can't do this anymore I've got to find a way to take care of my health and my mind and my well-being 
I know I can really relate to the fact that breathing practice is not a straight line, that we can be at our cushion, be in our yoga mat, do our practice, and then we get to our daily life and we just completely forget about everything. And really in order for the breath work to be potent and make lasting improvements in our health, it really must become not only a daily practice, but something that we do throughout our day. So thank you for bringing that point up, John. Let's move on to my next question. What would you tell your 30-year-old self if you could go back into your life and have a conversation with that person? And what's a message you want to give to our listeners as well? (laughs) That's a great question. There's hope. There's a way. You can change. I remember having an interesting conversation with a beloved friend of my father's who had a heart attack, was in a very hard-charging corporate job, had a heart attack, and got involved in one of the most leading-edge, life-transforming programs, which was highlighted on 60 Minutes, a very high-profile program. And I saw so many things he did differently in his life. And I can remember asking him a question years and years later after I had witnessed how this person had changed. I asked him, Jack, do you think people ever really change? And his answer surprised me when he said no, because I had seen his own change. So I think what I would like to impart is change is possible. There is hope. Anyone can do it. It might not be easy. It might require a lot of work, especially initially when you're changing these habitual lifelong practices. But how bad do you want it? It is possible. I feel like I've done that in various aspects of my life. And for me, it's made me a happier, more joyful, more uh, communicative available person in relationships both in the workplace and in my personal life and uh, i'm beyond grateful for that that's beautiful i love the story about the family member who said you can't change and yet it seems like somewhere in you you just wouldn't accept that answer you knew there was something more so now fast forward here john from your 30s to a few decades later where you are now What do you most appreciate about yourself? What are you most grateful for, for that journey you've been on, which is immense um, twists and turns and discoveries? As I reflect back on my own journey the last couple of years with these practices in working with the breath, I would have to say that I feel very fortunate that I'm absolutely 100% convinced I have the tools that I need to make changes, lasting changes in my life, to find balance in my life, to make my life a happier, more productive feeling experience. And the question I ask myself daily is whether I'm willing to do that. Mm, Beautiful. Sounds like every day is really an opportunity to use the practices or not. And we make that choice based on our experience and also our dedication to living a happier and healthier life and choosing the things that help us to do that. 
So thank you so much for sharing your story and your practices and where you're at now. I do think that they are inspiring for many reasons. One being that you dove in, we're doing the practices, and you came back to a simpler version. And that's what I like to share here on this podcast are simple practices. Because I too did the same. I went into a deep dive into pranayama and long breath holds and kapalabhati, fast breathing, you name it, I was doing it. And those practices, although very detoxifying, very focusing, in the end, they actually made my breath more disjointed and didn't really help my day-to-day breathing. And it's the day-to-day breathing that helps our health the most. It's that commitment to practice. And not only practice on a daily basis, but to watch your breath throughout your day. And that increases awareness. And as we know from many yoga masters and spiritual teachers, that awareness is really the key to happiness and to good health. So wonderful to have you on the show and sharing your great wisdom with us. And we hope you come back sometime. Now we're going to move on to one of those simple breath practices like John was talking about. It's called cadence breathing. It's a simple practice that everybody can do, no matter your age, your stage, your health level, your ability to focus. Everybody can do this practice and everyone can benefit from it. So let's begin. Breath practice number six. Let's remember the four principles of breathing better, which include breathe through your nose, using your diaphragm, letting go of judgment, and practicing daily. The cadence breathing helps to increase heart rate variability and improve emotional and physical resilience, according to Patrick McEwen of the Oxygen Advantage. So let's close our eyes. Sit up nice and tall. Roll your shoulders up, back, and down. You could also do this lying down if it's more comfortable for you. In this breathing practice, we will be inhaling to a count of four and exhaling to a count of six. Feel free to adjust the count as needed. Begin to notice your natural breath with a spirit of acceptance and curiosity. Feel the breath softly flowing through the nostrils. Relax the belly and feel the lower ribs moving as you breathe. Now begin to slow down the number of breaths per minute that you're taking. The goal here is to achieve six breaths per minute. 
approximately. This is basically a five or six second inhale and a five or six second exhale. Staying as calm and present as possible, slowing down your breath only as much as feels relaxing. You also want to be breathing lightly. So you're taking in just enough air, but not too much. You may feel a slight hunger for air, but it shouldn't feel uncomfortable. Also breathe deeply by allowing the diaphragm to go down on the inhale and up on the exhale. Now let's go into cadence breathing. You'll breathe through your nose using your diaphragm, breathing slow, light and deep. The cadence is a four second inhalation and a six second exhalation. Here we go. Easy breath in, easy breath out, and inhale one, two, three, four, out, six, five, four, three, two, one, inhale one, two, three, four, out, six, five, four, three, two, one, in, one, two, three, four, out, six, five, four, three, two, one, in, one, two, three, four, out, six, five, four, three, two, one. Continue on your own for three more minutes. Use the counting or estimate and stay calm while you breathe. If your mind wanders, 
bring your awareness back to your breath. Maintain a consistent, smooth, and easy flow of air. Breathing soft, light, and slow. Tune in and see if the four second inhale and the six second exhale is serving you. If it is, continue. If you need to let go of the breathing technique at any time, you can do that and come back to it. Either way, stay in the practice. It's normal to get distracted, so simply bring your awareness back to the breath. Take two more breaths using cadence breathing. Four second inhale and six second exhale. Slowly let the breathing technique go. 
and breathe naturally. How do you feel physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually? You may choose this time to write some notes down about your practice. It's helpful to reflect on how these breathing practices are affecting you and also note the benefits of your practice. That's the end of our breathing session. Exhale, that's a wrap. Thank you for listening. Every day is another opportunity to improve your health by breathing. Subscribe if you are a fan of the show so you don't miss an episode and don't forget to share this with friends. Special thanks to Bodhi for the beautiful flute music. And there's so much more to breathing better. Visit my website at siennasmith.com to check it out. And we'll see you at the next episode. Take care.